Hey everyone, happy new year. Today is January 3rd of 2021. I can't believe I'm saying the year 2021. That is crazy. We are all so glad to get into a new year and a fresh start to start over because last year was crazy. But I pray that everyone is blessed in this new year. So today we're going to go over the next three chapters of Rhythms of Renewal by Rebecca Lyons. Chapters 19, 20, and 21. 19 talks about hugs all around. The power of physical touch. Touch other people's wounds with a warm, tender hand. All of us need physical touch. We were made for connection. When loneliness and isolation creep in, our bodies long for touch more than ever. When we hug, our brains release oxytocin, which promotes feelings of contentment and reduces anxiety and stress. It also stimulates dopamine and serotonin, which keeps depression at bay. At the most primal level, we want to know we are loved and to be reminded of the warmth that surrounds us, even on the coldest of seasons. God created us for love and comfort, and He wants us to communicate that to others. It doesn't just have to be hugging. Even a handshake can have the same effect studies show. Jesus, fully God and fully man, knew the power of touch. He displayed healing power through touch. He also used touch as a way of giving and receiving blessings. He used it as a mode of human connection. We pretend we don't need anything, let alone physical touch. If Jesus' life is any indication, physical touch can be a gateway to healing, blessing, and connection with others and with God. I can bring true freedom from physical anguish and also from the anxiety that plagues us in this modern life. Find a loved one and ask for a long hug. See if it doesn't make the anxiety, depression, and anything else that's on your mind go away. See if it will bring relief. Number one, what is your preferred method of physical touch to connect with someone? Is it a pat on the back? Is it a handshake? Is it a hug? Think about that. Number two, how did the last long hug you get feel? Number three, who in your life needs physical touch? Chapter 20 talks about marriage. It's called Marriage Retreat. Love the one you're with. His love motivates her respect. Her respect motivates his love. Marriage and relationships can get old. Same routines, bad habits, overreactions, apologies, and patterns. Our deepest connections should be with our partners. We are responsible for our own actions and reactions. But when couples work together and unite, there is nothing more beautiful. Our deepest connection in life, if we have that opportunity, should be with our partner in marriage. Move your relationship from maintenance to abundance. Men need respect and women need love. A healthy relationship has so many benefits, but it takes hard work on both parts and a lot of admitting that you're wrong and extending forgiveness, even if it takes resetting habits and patterns. Number one, make time to go over your day. Even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes at the end of the day, make sure that you sit down together and just go over the day and how you felt. If there was anything that just really just made it uneasy for you that day, maybe you can just get that off your chest with one another. Number two, guard your alone time. 
make sure you schedule alone time for one another. And number three, let no conflict go unresolved. So, when you share emotions with your partner, does it help you offload your stress? How do you demonstrate love and respect? If your relationship is a mess, what can you do to fix it? That leads us to chapter 21 called Apologize First, Time is Short. Life is short. Never forget the nine most important words of a family. I love you. You are beautiful. Please forgive me. You must reunite your hearts, try worshiping and praying to God. Fix your focus outside of yourselves. If you find yourself arguing with somebody, maybe bring that other person down to earth a little bit and say, hey, let's worship God. Let's pray together. You'll be amazed at how the atmosphere and tension can can ease and can get you guys talking about what's truly bothering you. So, why do we apologize? Because scripture has something to say about going to bed angry. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. The word foothold here means strong first position from which further progress can be made. An intruder doesn't need our whole heart, just a crack wide enough to get a foot in the door. When we hold grudges, that crack becomes wide enough for the enemy to sneak in, extending forgiveness is a hard thing to do, but it lowers blood pressure, stress, and anxiety. It keeps relationships in repair. Time is short, life is short. Don't waste it holding grudges. So number one, is there a relationship in your life that needs repair? Number two, think of a time you experienced the forgiveness of another and how did it make you feel? Number three, is there anyone you are refusing to give, forgive even though they have apologized? How much anxiety and stress is that causing you? So with all that being said and with it being a new year, I would like to stop and give you all some tips to start out this new year strong. So I want you to stop and take some time to look at your goals for the new year. Take some time to review this past year. Release it and refocus for the year ahead. If you need a good book to read for this year about goal setting and personal growth, 15 Invaluable Rules of Growth by John Maxwell is a wonderful book to live by. He talks about living by the 80-20 principle, which he talks about in this book. It says the law of life is that 20% of our effort produces 80% of our results. Just focus on the 20% effort that actually matters. If we just give our 20%, we can produce 80%, but we have to work really hard on that 20%. So figure out what 80% you are wasting your time and your energy and your money and your life on. Cut it out for this new year and focus just on that 20%. Do a calendar or a planner audit for the past year. Was your year a blur? Find the things. What did you accomplish this past year? Write it all down. What did you fail at? What did you not get done? Take a full day to review your entire past year and don't leave anything out. Make three categories to put stuff in. Number one, what was a great use of time? Number two, what was a waste of your time, money, and energy? Number three, Living a good life. What would you have considered that things that you did last year to be living a good life? Don't judge yourself. Celebrate your wins. We survived this far through a pandemic. That is a huge win in its own. 
Look at the things that were a waste of time. Be graceful with yourself. What did you learn from it? How did you grow? Was there a pattern? Were you doing things for someone else? Were you pulled into everyone else's agendas? Make a new yearly goal plan for this year that is just for you and review it at six months in. The more successful you become, the more people want to tell you what to do and how to live your life. Don't be pulled into other people's fears, dreams, or visions. Most loss of money comes from moving too fast and not being intentional. If you want to know what someone values, just look at their calendar and their bank account. Release what was. You will be the exact same person this time tomorrow. The only difference will be the actions you take. Those will determine your success. The changing of the calendar does not do anything magical. Only you can change your own life. Make goals and stick to them in 2021. You have what it takes to win. Go for it. Ask yourself, what disappointed you this last year? And let go of it. Learn from it and use that power to start over and try again. Refocus and get ready for this new year. Be intentional. What's your word for the year? Pick a word that's going to describe you this year that you're going to live by. My word is intentional. This year, I'm going to be intentional about every single thing that I do so that I can make sure that I get as much of my goals met as possible. But it could be any word you're thinking of. Just pick a word and look at that word every single day. Don't go into this new year without a plan. May God bless you in this new year. Also, another tip I would like to give you is to download the Vision Board app. It's a free app. You can put different pictures with different words underneath, and you can look at it every day to keep you focused on your goals, whether that be financial goals, spiritual goals, physical goals, relationship goals, whatever that looks like. Make a goal list. Go over it with your loved ones and your spouse and look at that every day. Don't waste any more time of your life. Don't stop wasting your time on good things. I want you to waste your time on nothing. I want you to use all the time that you have to get the things done that God wants you to get done this year. God wants us to lead people to Him. He wants us to praise Him. He wants us to spend time, you know, reading His Word. What are your goals for the year How can you start this year off and how can you make 2021 your year? Regardless of what things we do that we cannot control, we need to make sure that we do the things we can control. So don't get discouraged. Don't not make a plan because you're afraid of not being able to control the things that's going to happen this year, whether it be with this virus or the election or whatever. Make a plan, stick to it, and if you fall off, get back up again. So I would like to close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for all the people who are listening today. I just pray, Lord, that you help them to be intentional and that you keep them strong and courageous this year. I pray for a great year for everyone, that everyone has love and prosperity and grace and courage and peace, that we all stay well and healthy, and that we can just be happy and enjoy our time here on earth this year, Lord. And I pray that we can lead lots of people to you during this year, Lord. I pray for all those who are currently sick and currently struggling with things, Lord, health issues, whatever it may be, financial issues. We just give them all to you, Lord, and we just thank you so much for every opportunity. And we thank you so much for blessing us with so much, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.